now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Well, a very good morning to you. Getting all kind of things in my background here. Getting used to our Naples studio again, but that's not going to take long when the weather gets in the 70s. So that won't be too much of a problem. Jenny, where are you at? I'm not on the line. You're on the lanai. Is it cold out there? No, I wouldn't call it cold. It's a little chilly. It's refreshing. It's a little chilly. It's like 65, 55. But it, it'll pick up here in just a little bit. Yeah, it's supposed to get to 72 today. So are you going to watch the inauguration today? I am. You're going to watch on NBC, or what channel are you going to watch on? Probably NBC, so we get the description of it. Yeah, they are describing it. I don't know if there's any other channels and and uh, that are going to do that, but at least NBC NBC is. So if you get described, everything else all right with you? Very good. Glad to be here. So here we are one more time. So, well, let's go to Tim in Minnesota. Good morning. 
and it's cold here. Well, it was down to one when I got up, but now it's down up to nine. So it's it's going the right direction, and uh, I'm going to be uh, I'll be doing the first hour of my regular show at eleven, and then I'm going to be watching the inauguration. So. No second hour of my show. No second hour. Well, it looks like all afternoon we could come back on and give commentary of um, the inauguration. I don't think there's anybody on after you. Is right. there? So th- that's it. But otherwise, checking out. Let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. We're we're good. It's um been snowing here it's not that much really just enough to make a mess and it's 28 and supposed to be dropping all day slowly but we're we're fine well that's good and we will watch the inauguration as well you think you can you get described movies Uh, i think so yeah if yeah if you can get that um that would be good. I if don't not, know. we'll check out what Ira's doing. Yeah, oh, Ira's doing it too. That's what I hear. I don't know that. I have not heard that officially. I thought I got an email from them saying that, uh, Chris, but I'm not sure. But I know I heard that yesterday. Well, I'm glad that Ira's doing that. And they'd probably do all right, Ed. But I'd rather, if given the choice, I'd rather get the clear connection of the TV. But... I remember a few years ago I listened on a Super Bowl. Um, that announcer will not make a Hall of Fame announcer, but, you know, it's what it is. All right, uh, da, da, Jeff. Uh, good morning to everybody listening, or, uh, or good evening, or good afternoon, depending on where you're listening. It's uh, really good here in Albany, New York. Unfortunately, Tim, you're bringing your cold weather to Albany, New York, and uh, you're bringing... Uh, cold weather that we don't want. I was hoping that maybe you could will it to go towards the West Coast, maybe, or something like that, but that's not going to happen. Everything is good here. I'm probably going to listen to the inauguration or through the NBC feed. Uh, my cable has audio, and I can kind of get, uh, I, with, depending on the day and depending on the band conditions, I can actually watch uh, Channel 13 in Albany using my uh, regular digital, regular antenna for my television, but uh, we'll probably watch it on cable, so everything is good here. Very, 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 very good. All right, have I missed anybody on the panel yet? Oh, Michael. Michael, love. Yes, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the inauguration. Hopefully no incidents, no drones or anything like that. But uh, at least four different ways to listen to described audio. Uh, another one that many probably would be interested in is one of the channels on ACB radio will be carrying it. I don't know which one. But then there's also directly... Uh, bideninaugural.org slash accessibility. So that, and then you got NBC and Iris, so there's at least four options for listening today. And other than that, just uh, rebuilding my studio, though I had an unexpected surprise. My computer bit the big one, the motherboard, uh, just after the show last week. So I... You know, didn't think I was going to buy another desktop. Use finger and or swipe with two fingers to unlock. Then I realized that, uh, yeah, no, I, I kind of missed that speed and, and some of the functionality, all those USB ports and all that goodness. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm just rolling right along here. Now, what are you getting the computer back from repair, or have you brought it out to this it, place? It's already done. I'm just go, going to get it tomorrow morning when I get a ride 
I didn't want to mess with Uber or Lyft and I don't know what kind of driver I might have. But uh, So it's done. It's built. It's ready to go. Good. good. Well, that'll be good, and you'll be ready to go, plug you in a drive, and boom. Off you go. And uh, they did keep your case, right? The one. Yeah, I'm using the, using my case, using my hard drives. Uh, I did put a new SSD one in to replace the spinning drive. Hope that'll speed it up. But I would make sure that if I were there, I'd have it plugged in to make sure it's working. When you put a drive in or something, to make sure that that you don't have to go home and then have to go back again, Mike. That's oh, it's all been tested. They put a new Windows because we went from Intel to AMD, so. He said the odds of your Windows working aren't very good because you got so much different hardware. So hopefully I get no fits from JAWS or Station Playlist Studio or some of those we'll see. But, uh, you might, but fortunately with JAWS now, the way you can do the codes, you don't have a problem. You know, remember back in the old days when you had to call them and beg them for uh, to reset your account and it was just a bunch of nonsense and now you can go in and self-serve and do it all on your own yeah so. it's a studio b1 i'll either have to uninstall it on some other computer so it frees up the license but we'll figure it out and, uh, oh yeah no studio that's another story that is another 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 story and be aware mike that when you install jaws or have get, there is an update for jaws that corrects some problems with its uh independent use of the volume control and some other I got that last night. I always, when I do a new computer, I always get the latest, greatest software. So I always start with the latest. Be giving that a check out. I get to do studio pretty quick here. I got a different computer. Just remember that you get two machine licenses, but if you have both in use, you need to uninstall from one so it tells their server that you've got an available license. Yeah. And they're real sticklers. I mean, they don't even give you software after it's been down for two or three weeks. It's, um, they're Is there real. anything you have to do when you uninstall it? Nope. No. It'll just free up their, your license. Okay. But he's pretty good. I've written Ross to have him reset it before when I something like this happened. Lost a hard drive, and he'll do it. They'll do it, but... It's not the easiest thing. All right, we've got some more people online. Um, I know Chris Devins here. I am. We never hear from Chris in the, during the daytime because he's always working. No, no. I took the uh, day off today for the inauguration. I decided after the election uh, that I would take a mini vacation because Martin Luther King Day was Monday. So I took yesterday and today off uh, and uh, going to sort of celebrate and uh it's good that it's audio described. I, I might check out one of the ACB radio, uh, you know, check them out and see which one it is. And I hope it's done by, like, Joel Snyder. I remember he did a great job with the Eclipse uh, when that happened. Right, I, I do really remember that. And, uh, you know, that would be good. But I was you know, for Tim's show on Thursday night, 1961, of course, that was uh, JFK's inauguration. And so if people want to tune in here. Some of the songs that were popular 60 years ago today, they can do that on Thursday night when uh, after uh, All Things Radio. Yeah, I sure can. I'll have to play My Daddy is President, but actually that came out in 62. 62, that was in the summer of 62, yeah, but that was, that was a cute yeah. song. Yeah, I played that for uh, an Indiana convention. I played that for President Mark Riccobono, and he was uh, he, he was amused by that one. He liked it. <laughs> so that'll be good. Do we have anybody else, Jeff, we need to talk yes, to? Yes, uh, Joel, can you unmute yourself, please? You had your hand raised. 
Oh, hi. Good, mo- good morning. Go ahead, Joel. Okay, good, good morning. It, it is 28 degrees here in Albuquerque, up to 46. I'll probably listen on NPR. Anyway, last year on, on ABC television, Joel Snyder did the uh, audio description. And now we have Exciting Life of Joel Sorensen is now republished in, into one book, Rushmore Press, first edition. So we've actually moved up in the publishing world. It was originally published, Author House Self-Publishing. I, I was given an offer last summer by Rushmore Press, which is in between self-publishing and, and traditional publishing. And they said, hey, we, we, we could do these two books in, into one, plus we can actually lower the price so more, more, more people would buy it. So... And they're they're going to do a lot of marketing for us and helping us out. It's it's a slow drip, but that's okay. I like to have it that way. So onward and upward. And you're going to be on book tour. Oh, it's, it is available in in paperback and ebook. And the interesting thing, when you go down to Amazon, it actually says it is accessible for for blind people with with screen readers. So. That's the latest right now. Does Rushmore Press, do you get a statue on a mountain or anything, or are you just sort of, you know, like just the book? I, I get I, I get the... No statue, huh? Right, uh-huh. Okay, just just checking. You know, we're, talk, we're thinking of presidents today. That's just what brought it to mind. Yeah, just make oh, sure oh you, I just, know. He, well, just, he, make sure you, just make sure you get your royalty payments, shown. That's right. Oh, that's oh, the yeah, important it, thing to get. It's actually 100% royalty when I had... Under Author House, it was so low. I was, I was, and I got. Uh, there, there are a lot of self-publishing outfits. Now they were, they they were good at production, but I I got taken because they said, you know, I was just a, a brand new author, just green in the ears. But I was I, I was offered, oh you 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 can get this ad, you you can get published in in in. In the New York Times, and blah 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 blah, and to get it all psyched up, and it was around five thousand dollars. And actually, what what it was 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 just a little ad in the in the print in in the magazine department. So you gotta you gotta look out in this publishing world for stuff like that. But we're actually we're actually now in in the recovery room, as they say. So. Yeah, Joe. I'm glad you got rid of Author House. That was—they're uh, known as vanity publishers. In other words, they just put out some books and send them to you. And you're not really published, you know. So I'm glad you found a better company for that purpose. Very, very good, Joe. All right, thank you very much, Joe. Uh, we have Gail, then we'll have Jerry, and then we'll have Bill in Chicago. Gail, can you unmute yourself? Uh, and and if you could do that, then we there you go. Go ahead, Gail. Hi, everybody. I'm back from my little adventure. Ooh, that was a long season. Your long adventure, yeah. From the, from the, just before, from before the, before Thanksgiving till this past Friday. No! Wow. Ooh. So... So are you? Uh, are you? And you're happy at home now. You've got oh, someone helping everything you. is going well. And there's a gal by the name of Wendy Smith who's going to be helping me. Who was dad's 
my dad's personal care attendant, and uh, she's going to be helping me. In fact, she started already, and uh, things are going well. I'm back. I'm glad to be home. There were a lot of safety issues. Safety issues I found at that care facility. Oh, I couldn't believe it. What about at home? Did you have to do any redesigning of your apartment uh, at all? Or is Not that... yet. No, well, we put a grab bar on my bed, so the, a grab thing on my bed, so I could grab it to get in and out of bed. Okay. But that's about it. I, I do have the grab, the grab bars in my bathroom. They've always been there, and I've always used them. And uh, everything is, you know, the only thing they had to do, she had to do, she and my brother Terry did was put the grab bar or the grab thing on my bed. And it was the same type of thing my dad used to get in and out of bed. Well, Gail, we're really, really glad that you're back home and that uh, I know you're a regular legend listener and we're very glad that you're back Did you get my message when I called in when I was there? I called in and said hi to everybody on the coffee club. We did. As a matter of fact, I think yeah, we played, we it, played if I'm it, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, because I called the 800 number. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back, everybody. Well, it's good to have you back, too. Thank you, Gail. Thanks, Jeff, and everybody. Thank you. All right, uh, Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're next, and then Bill will be next after Jerry. So can you unmute yourself, Jerry? Okay, good morning, everybody. It's uh, 21 degrees here. Uh, I have a couple of things. Yeah, I'm going to do some of the inaugural coverage. I don't think I want to stay with it all day, but um, this <clears throat> would be helpful for Dave and Chris. Um, hopefully you have WPXI TV Channel 11 in Pittsburgh on your cable or whatever because Unfortunately, and I don't know why they won't do this, uh, I should call them up and complain. Um, your NBC affiliate, which is probably your principal station, WJAC in Johnstown, uh, does not video describe anything from NBC. Or, uh, so I don't know why that is. That's because, Jerry, there, there's the when the bill was passed and it's approved, uh, the, the uh, different companies have said they'd expand it. But Johnstown is not, they started with like the top 10 markets and then it went to the top 20 or 25 or something. When the bill, when the, um, uh, you know, Communications Act of 2010 came in, it was a fight to get them to get like the top 10 described. Now it's expanded. I forget what it went up to. I saw it's something a, a few 50. months ago. I believe it's top, top 50. 50. But Johnstown ain't one of them. Uh, and so we that's do not the reason. get okay, WPXI. Okay, so guys can get, get it somewhere because Johnstown, your principal affiliate, won't have it described. But I think they'll find it. What channel do you get your NBC on, Chris? WJAC, and that's yeah, the, the one you talked about. Yeah. We oh. do not get WPXI. Oh. Yeah, they tend not to put duplicates on, you know, in the cable. I remember when we first got cable, we had Boston and Providence, and then they took them off, you know, so you tend not to get that on your cable. Yeah, and you have to remember that in the old days of cable, there was a lot more freedom, and now it's a lot more restrictive, so it's not like it used to be, so... Thank yeah, you very much, Sherry. Cable okay. used to, they used to call it community antenna TV. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, I, I was, my aunt had a, 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 a bungalow in, up in Woodburn, New York, in the Catskills, Tim, and uh, and that that's exactly what it was, and, that, and there was a big <laughs> antenna on the mountain, 
and everyone got the television un, unfettered by blackouts and regulations. But those days are long gone. So. Long yeah. gone, Jim. I remember uh, having parties when I lived in Mankato, which was it's a small town about 90 miles from Minneapolis. And uh, we would invite everyone over from all around the area to watch Vikings games on cable ah. <laughs> because cool. no one carried them here. Wow. All right. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yep, I'm here. Yeah, it's about 15 degrees here, and I got about an inch of snow. And everything's going okay. I'll probably watch the inauguration. I didn't know NBC was going to describe it. I don't watch NBC that much. I usually watch ABC or CBS. But I'll have to check out NBC and, of course, ACB, since they're going to describe them, I'll try them both. Maybe I'll turn everything on and see how they're doing. Just check each one of them out. Yeah. You can have a headphone in one ear. Each ear can have that. One, the left ear can have NBC, and the right ear can have ACB. That's what you can do, Bill. <laughs> right, I know. That's right. That's right. You can, well, they're, they're, they're close enough that I can have them both go at the same time and still still hear them or pay attention. You know what, what one's doing, the other's not doing. Because i got a TV in the same room. There's a computer and everything, so... I would think that this inauguration will probably, and even just from uh, everybody said they're going to watch it, I think it's going to have the highest uh, inaugural rating uh, probably ever. I mean, we had in 61, we were home because we had a snowstorm. We were off that day because our school was canceled. And I was in sixth grade and we were all home. But, you know, I think you, when you look at what is facing our country, it's the most significant inaugural speech, I guess, since 1933, when FDR said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, I mean, with all we're, we're facing, uh, right. you know, I think that's why everybody wants to see uh, a a new tone, but b just to see what, where we're where we're going. And you know, these speeches are not necessarily substantive; they're more about a direction, a feel. And you know, mm -hmm. they they didn't with the Kennedy. He said, "Ask not what your country could do for you." He didn't get into specifics. That's for other speeches, and of course. Some of that's already been laid out, and uh, some of it's coming in the State of the Union. But it's still something I think the country is so expectant. I don't think I've seen the country in my lifetime as expectant for a particular day and a particular speech uh, than uh, we're going to be today. And I'm sure it's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah, this has really been a big buildup. You know, I mean, I mean you know, not, not just because of what happened two weeks ago, but I mean, with all the stuff going on in Washington now with the all the service and the virus and everything yeah you know and everything all at one yeah. time and then but but just remember it, it, bill it, ask not what you can do for bill ask what bill can do for you right. well, i'm in favor of that yeah. Yeah. any bill either, either bill on the call i don't care i'm sorry bill i'm just giving you a hard time <laughs> that's okay that's all right jeff i got i got that I, I, I was told that long time ago by my father he said it's not it's not what people do for you it's what you do for people and what you can do you know, don't don't depend on people to take care of you. you, have to, I, you have to, I don't want to get political, but it's so nice to have someone who's not insulting everybody all the time. Whenever they get up and talk and telling the reporters they're idiots and they're asking yeah. them questions. Well, yeah, that's true, right. I thought of the irony of it. You know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, bully was a good word to him, and it meant, you know, a real prominent place to be. The bully pulpit, he called it. This guy used it for bullying. Oh, yeah, right. right. Well, hey, we got one more hand raised. So, Ellen, can you unmute yourself, please, out in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico? Yeah, good morning, everybody. Um, 
Here I am. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to do like a couple of things. We'll probably pull it in NPR, NPR and uh, on the, the radio. And then I've got a link here on my email. I'm going to pull that up so I can see the video part of it. So this ought to be interesting. But yeah, you you are definitely right, uh, Chris, because basically, you're, you know, having... We will not have all of that junk come out of Twitter and, you know, his other places to go vent. So, because it looks like Joe Biden doesn't do that. So, that'll be a nice, refreshing change. Yeah. Very good. You know, and, and hey, 78 years old. I mean, he, you know, that doesn't mean he, he doesn't know what's going on. That doesn't mean he can't do a good job. But he's not. That's not his first thought. Is to get on his iPhone and and tweet. And the the thing about it too. I wonder if we'll get back to our Saturday morning speeches. Remember where we'd have the uh, the president do a little speech, and then we'd have the opposition. Maybe we'll he uh, 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 this president did not do that, but maybe we'll get back into that. And I kind of enjoyed those on Saturday morning. They used those. to do those for years. Yeah, they started with uh, King Carter. I mean, no Reagan. You know why? Because do you remember Reagan in the seventies had a thing that was syndicated. Uh, one of our stations here in Brockton picked it up, and he'd do commentaries before he became governor of California and stuff. And so, of course, he was an old radio guy anyway. So I think it really started in the Reagan years, and then they'd do an opposition, uh, you know, an equal time thing from the Democrats. Uh, but he did it every, almost every week. I mean, occasionally, obviously, he'd miss because he had to do other things, but he did many, many of those. Other times, uh, presidents would have somebody else fill in for them, but they would do them occasionally. But Reagan did it pretty much every week. When I think the best president with the, the president with the best radio voice, definitely Barack Obama had the best. It was very, he and Reagan were the two best. Yes, yes, I, I would say so. Well, Nixon had a nice voice. I mean, whether you agree with him or not, he did have a nice voice as well. And Obama could sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. That's right. I remember when he sang "Amazing Grace." I'm like, whoa! I didn't know he had that kind of voice. Yeah. Of course, Clinton was a good sax player. Yeah, he was. That's that's true. Uh, he played with Kenny G. Yep. But they mm-hmm. claim that they're going to have briefings every day, or uh, maybe. Well, we'll get well, for the virus. We'll get back to what we were doing in uh, March, I guess. Huh? Right. March, I guess the. Well, they're going to have press briefings. Uh, press I don't briefings. know if it's I don't know specific that... to the virus. I'm sure it'll be some, but. Yeah, I uh, think Monday I, I bet Friday. they'll do that. Uh, I would it, like to be able to find a better way to get my vaccination. I shouldn't have to travel uh, an hour and a half to Utica, New York. I don't think you'll no, have you No, you shouldn't have to travel. Why are they making you do that? Well, I don't want to get political, but what they've done, and, and because of the way that's distributed, you have to go to a state-approved vaccination site or a store that's offering it. Now, the only store that's offering it is Price Chopper here in Albany, New York. And there are three stores. And, you, and when you make an appointment in New York State, you have to go... To the price chopper website first, then you got, and from there you got to make an appointment, and it goes through the New York State Department of Health. The problem is, there's so many people wanting the vaccine that you can't get an appointment at price chopper. So when I went to the, if I am eligible part of the website in New York State, uh, the only appointment I could get was one in Utica, New York. So both my ex-wife Kristen and I have appointments there on March 11th. My appointments at between 4:15 and 4:30, and her appointments at 5 p.m. after mine. So we'll. Well, we're, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I can... I mean, you have to go on, and you can't call the hotline because it's, it's backed up completely, and the website just continues to... Con, continues 
continues yeah. crashing no matter what you do. So go ahead. Bill. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to I somebody. There's some major changes there. I think you're going to see a rollout of mass distribution centers. Yeah, I, uh, the Defense Production Act is going to be invoked. Uh, that might happen today or tomorrow or whatever. And I think the whole coordination of shipments and the shortages we've been seeing, I think a lot of that's going to straighten out in the next month or so. Now, Chris, does that, oh, go ahead, Ryan, does go that ahead. Production Act mean that basically they can take any industry and have them retool to do that? Is that? Yeah, like they used it for a while when they, when we had the mask shortage. And so they had it. So it's it comes from the. I think it's it's really a post-war act. I think it's. I think Truman used it during the Korean War and got some industries to make some some other stuff. You know that they normally wouldn't make. So I think that uh, they can do that. You know they'll explain it. I'm sure it won't be specific today. He'll, he might just mention it or something that'll be coming in the next few days. He, he may get on and do a little speech about it, which is. A good idea because you're mobilizing the country, you know, and but, but in it would a have to be a re- I would have to be a related kind of industry, like a distillery was that was used, or people, you know, a company that would make alcohol or alcoholic spirits were, were used to make hand sanitizer. Um, yeah. So it has to be some sort of related industry, Mike. I, that's what I. I mean, if I build cars, I'm not going to be expected to make vaccine. You know what I'm saying? No, but they to- were making the masks. You remember they they were doing? Oh no, no, it was the PPE the. Um, Oh, the ventilators. That's what they were doing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said masks. Yeah, it was they the ventilators they were making. Yeah. So it might be a little bit more difficult, Mike, for that to work because they have to find an industry that's related to that, the medical industry, for doing that kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So, All right. But I, yeah. I'm going to ask but, the questions about masks. Do you believe, do you believe that all of Congress should be forced to wear masks when they're in session because we've had some members who say no 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 and should they be allowed to carry guns on the floor with all the violence we've had i'm going to say yes on the mask and no on the guns right i agree with chris it's it's the house rule you know the the senate and the house make their own rules and actually i i heard uh, somebody talking about the gun issue that people had been carrying them recently and but it was already in the House rules that they were not supposed to be carrying them, so they were in violation of the rules. And I think like any workplace, and they get to vote because they're the they're the 435 bosses or the 100 bosses, depending on the House. Um, they should vote, and the rules should go in. And I would think now with Democrat houses and Senate, you may see a mask rule, um, you know, being put in, and then. I don't know what sanctions. The problem is you can't just remove a car. You know, you, you can fire somebody if they don't do, follow the rules in a workplace. You can't They're do that. They're talking about financial sanctions, Bill, uh, Chris. They're talking about finding the Congress people who are Okay, well, there you that, go. That, that, you could do, yeah, you could do things like that. But I think the, the real sad thing was two weeks ago when they had to uh, hide in the shelter, and the, the people, there were people who got the virus, three or four Congress people got the virus because they were in these rooms with people who, you know, would not put on their masks, even with all the density of the, the crowding they had to do. What even makes more sense is they should wear masks. How can you tell the public to wear masks if you're not going to wear them yourself? I mean, that, that, that's the most common sense. Well, that's thing. the point. They're saying they're, they are not the ones telling the public. In other words, the congressmen who won't wear them are the ones that are saying don't wear them because the government can't tell you what to do. That's, that's where we're running into the... They're well, saying they're being consistent in that way. It doesn't make it right. I'm just saying that's what they'd say. I mean, I'm not a big proponent of lots of government control, but under this circumstance, I think we, we, we really do I need... Think, I think the president should make a countrywide mandate and say you will wear a mask in public for so many days well, like the Olympics. 
The, con- the thing is, it has to be done on the state and local level. The president can't open churches or close churches or open schools or close schools. I mean, Trump well, used to say those kinds of things. Safety, they should be able to. He should, he should encourage it, and he, should, he, he can do it on federal property and stuff like that, I think. But beyond that, presidents cannot just say things and make them happen or not happen. You know what I mean? Go, Mike, you wanted to say something? Go ahead, Mike. Right. Just echoing what Chris said, that he, he, Biden's going to at places at which he has control, which would be all the federal buildings and federal property. And interstate stuff. But, yeah. But I think just him encouraging the states and giving direction initiative to the governor and just to a lot of people who want that direction. Uh, I might look better with a mask on than with a mask off. <laughs> but it would impede your ability to eat. Right. Oh, Chris, why do you always why do you always have to bring up these things? Chris? Right. I don't understand. You always have to do this to me. <laughs> no, can you can you unmute yourself? You had your hand raised. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Chris, Jeff, I know you're in line for the shot because you're over seventy five, so you'll get. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Now hold and it. Also, now, now. <laughs> also, also, you know, uh, I heard that uh, Biden's going to try to make a, a national mandate on wearing masks, but I don't, he can't do it. He can't do that. No. He can do a federal thing, but the thing of it is he can he can do the mandate for, like, Eli Lilly or any of those places to make the vaccine and stop doing anything else. That's right. force them to really do it because uh, people, you, you, most of you people are too young, but during the Second World War, Truman, after Truman took over, after Roosevelt died, the railroaders were going to go on a strike because they wanted more money. And it was going to cause a national problem with shipping war materials and all that kind of stuff. And Truman told the Union, okay, if you want to strike, I'll just federalize you. You'll be in the Army. So he, yeah. he had the right to do that. And even, you know, that's... But there's and we have laws similar to that in New York State, uh, Chris. We have the thing called the Taylor Law in New York State. So if I'm a teach, uh, if I'm a public worker like a transfer, they can invoke the Taylor Law, and and there are strict fines if I go on strike, and they and they they they're really high. So you don't see the bus strikes and subway strikes in New York City anymore like you used to because they invoke this Taylor Law, and they can do the same thing with with teachers as well. They they haven't done that in, in quite a while, but they can do that in New York State. Of course, you know the the other thing, the gun thing in the Senate. I think they already knew they weren't allowed to carry guns in there. A lot of them were carrying it because what they really started protesting was when, after the stuff happened two weeks ago, when they put up the metal detectors. That's when the ones you could tell that was sneaking guns in illegally into the Capitol building because they wouldn't go through the, the uh, metal detector. They refused to go through because they knew they had their gun on them. Right. Well, and they let so, some you know, of if, them. If you're, if, you're not, if you're not allowed to... And they put up something that's going to check you out, and you refuse to go through it. You know you're doing something illegal. Well, we'll see what happens. This, you know, every, everything that Biden wants to do, he, he has a big agenda for 100 days. And oh, yeah. Right. We'll, it, I don't know that everything he's going to try to accomplish is going to be done in 100 days. But at least he has an agenda, and at least he is organized where this, the previous president was not organized, and this whole virus thing was a pure debacle on his on his effort and that was the biggest oh, yeah. problem so all right go ahead bill i think you're going to turn it back to you we we do have to get these shots and he wants to get in into 100 million arms now i'm not sure 
that's going to be obtainable, but we'll see. It may be, but we really, really, really need to get as many people vaccinated as possible with all these new strains coming in, all of this stuff. So we'll just have to go on. And by the way, just a couple facts of trivia. Do you know the last time a president did not attend another president's inauguration? Well, I guess it's Andrew happened. Johnson. Yeah, I heard that the other day. Yeah, well, Andrew Johnson, because he had apparently uh, been vetoing a lot of things that were put in uh, that were, you know, anti-slavery things and things to get out of the Civil War, etc. And U.S. Grant, of course, the hero general of the war. Uh, didn't uh, you know? Didn't want to have anything to do with him, and he didn't want to have anything to do with Grant, so he didn't show up. Wasn't yeah. Andrew Johnson the one that was almost impeached? Yes, yeah. he was impeached. He did. He was not convicted. Right. He was impeached once, and now, of course, uh, Trump uh, twice and Clinton once. Those are the four impeachments of presidents, but none removed from office in that way. But didn't we also have it just a little bit, maybe by circumstance? It wasn't like it was an inauguration. Was just more of a swearing in with Nixon and Ford back in '74. Well, that's Chris. true because uh, he had, uh, yeah, because Thursday night, um, August eighth, he made the speech re- uh, resigning. Then he made the speech to the White House staff on Friday, and then flew. He was in the air on his way back to San Clemente, so he was not there uh, either. But that that was okay. You know, he and Ford they had been friends for years. That was fine with Ford. It just made a cleaner break and. This is different because this is a scheduled inauguration day, right? And right. Uh, you know it's not happening, but it's it's it's, it's uh, what Mike it Pence is. is going to his credit. Mike Pence will be there, and that's good. Right? He wasn't at the uh, farewell that uh, President Trump when he left early this morning. Mike Pence no. wasn't no, there. He was going to go to the service. Yeah, if go, go Trump ahead, got the send off he wanted. I know he wasn't going to get part of it, but I wonder what he got. I, I, I just heard part of his speech. I didn't. Yeah, really it sounded like, a, you know, not a huge crowd or anything. It's just at the at the Air Force Base there. And, of course, that's the, the first time I ever heard of that place was when uh, LBJ came in from Dallas. That's where he came in and said this is a sad time for all Americans and all that. But um, he was just touting his, you know, his accomplishments. It was a sort of a, a you know, just uh, we did all these wonderful things, and uh, I hope they don't screw it up, kind of thing. That was basically what his tone was. But the, Jimmy has his hand. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Jimmy, can you unmute yourself? Because we can't do it for you. Jimmy, there you go. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, he got he got what he wanted. Oh, did he? He got the band and all that. Yeah, yeah. He got, he got everything he wanted. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But he got it. But they said also back in 1933, when Roosevelt was being sworn in, and I guess it was Hoover that was leaving, yeah. Roosevelt and Hoover could not stand one another. But I guess they went to the inauguration anyway, and it was very, very cold, and they ended up having to share a blanket. They didn't talk, but they shared a blanket on the way to the inauguration. And back then it was in March. It hadn't yes. been moved to January yet. Yeah, that was the last time it was in March. Uh, and it was a, uh, I think it was March 4th. It was a Saturday. And um, 
uh, you know, that was the day of the, uh, we, we, you know, nothing to fear but fear itself uh, speech. So I'm sure there'll be some tagline that will come out of today's speech that we don't know yet that uh, we'll uh, remember for a long time. Do you right. think that Biden will be more pro disability because Trump really did nothing for the disabled yes. during his four years? Yes. Well, you see, what happens is, of course, it's the emphasis of the Justice Department. We always know, you know, those of us who are you know, follow these things, ACB and stuff, you always know that you get quicker service, quicker, um, you know, um, reaction from the government. The Republican administrations tend to either be hands off or can uh, file on behalf of businesses and stuff. The Justice Department has been very supportive. Uh, and sometimes even during Republican administration, the Bush administration was not bad, neither of them, because, of course, uh, George H.W. Uh, Bush uh, got the ADA in and uh, and uh, George W. Uh, was not opposed to it. Uh, we had a lot more trouble, I think, with Reagan than, than anybody as far as uh, and then, of course, this administration. But I'm sure that there'll be a, a lot of lines of communication will be reestablished between uh, the folks in the Justice Department and the disability community. It said that Trump used the Justice Department as his own whipping boy to try to get things done his way, and that's not really the way it's supposed to be. No, but no. but that has changed. So we'll we'll see what happens. Any more questions on this subject? Because I think I've got something to show you. It's all yours, Bill. All right. No one has their hand raised. All right. If I can find my phone over here, I'm still looking for it. What I do with it? Oh, put it in my pocket. Now, as everybody knows, I've been using an Android lately, but for today's demonstration, I'm going to use an iPhone because there's a, a new program on the iPhone. You know, there's three or four programs on the iPhone that, that you can scan and read things with. So, but there's a new one that come out that really makes it easy. Let me see if I can get this phone going. 16 minutes ago. Reminder, you have a prescription waiting for pickup. Wink news. Wink the app. Okay. Now, 40 minutes ago. Let's get this fired up here. Veteran. Open voice OCR. Voice OCR. Pause. Button. Okay, and I'll explain a little bit about this particular program here in just a moment. But it's a it's a new program. We don't want to get my coffee cup mm-hmm. cup tangled up in all the mess here. But a lot of you need to scan mail quick or something. It just happens that way. So this is a program that you could pay $9.95 a month for it, or you can pay $99 a year for this particular program. Or you can get up to 20 free scans a month, which probably is good enough for most people. But if you find you need more, then you can update to these plans. But what this is, is just a very simple way. You don't have to sit here and line up and do everything special with your envelope. Pause. Next sent previous. Next pause. So let me get back here. Zero. Restart. Previous sent. Restart. Button. 
Now, let's see if we get this fixed. We're going to... Okay, now I got the key I wanted to. On this, I take my envelope, I put it on the desk, I raise my phone above it about six inches. I don't know that there's a magical thing. But what I'm going to do now is... Camera. Photo live camera. Hit the camera button. Camera. Button. And it just... Boy, I got Jerry's attention on that one. He just left the meeting. So anyway, it just took a flash. So I'm going to go swipe over to my right. Photo live settings. Next button. Alert. Doing magic. So it's scanning. I don't know how well the light is in here. And this is a new envelope, so I have no idea. But it doesn't look like it's doing very well, does it? Voice cat detected internet connection. Try it, internet crisis. Internet crisis. So now it's telling me. Okay, button. Photo library settings. Next button. Alert. Internet crisis. That there's an internet crisis that it can't. Voice internet 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 voice. Okay, okay, button. Camera. Button. Camera. Button. I can't get it stopped. Next button. Alert. Doing magic. Well, it says it's doing magic, but the Internet's not working so well. So this is not doing so well. Okay. Button. Camera. Button. But under normal circumstances, this usually reads pretty good. Let's see if we can get another envelope here. And try this one, but it usually reads very well. But that's why. Setting next. One hundred image. Image. Two, image. 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 One. That's why you. Um, camera. 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 Button. Camera. Button. It did very well this morning. It read perfectly. Oh yeah, it read perfectly this morning. Of course, hmm. I was in more light. Photo settings. Next button. Alert. Doing magic. Alert. Internet crisis. Well, we've got an internet crisis for whatever reason. So. Voice. Okay. Button. We're going to abandon this. Next. Button. Alert. Doing magic. Fox. We're going to abandon this project for right now. But. What I am going to do, if I can find it over here, is show you how to read a barcode. And Jeff, you've used this with SuperSense AI. Have you used that one? 
I haven't used it with Super Sense, but I've used it with Seeing AI. But their barcode reader doesn't seem to work as well as it used to. And I have to ask Tim because I know he said the same Open problem that Super I have. Open Super Sense AI. And this. Barcode mode menu button. All right. Let me see if I can find my magical bag of cookies here. And I just did. Now, if this problem happens here again, we're not going to be very happy. So, what I'm going to do... Menu, stop button. Select, stop button. Start, select feature. And Explore I'm, button, menu, menu, export, start button. Stop, mode on. Now I'm taking my phone and I'm moving it around. And this should read these barcodes. But I've been 0 for 2 in here today, and I don't know if my lighting is a problem. But we normally, we were reading perfectly this morning. Just perfectly in the other room. Reading perfectly. Let's see what happens here. Do you have a light there you can turn on, Bill? I don't. I don't, Dave. But it, I figured that my flashlight would automatically come on. Most apps do that. But we'll be back with this app. It's kind of embarrassing, but normally it reads the barcode real, real Good. Select feature. Product mode is active. Button stop button. Because you can turn it on to Open Scene AI. Let's see if that one will do. Seeing AI. Menu. But quick help. Recognizing English. Button. A black logo on a red surf channel. Short tip. Nutter. Document. Product. Now come on. You know, barcodes, the reason we're talking about all of this, and I'm, I'm really messing it up today, not making it look well for you. I could pull out my Android phone and we would do much better. But is in um, Envision is no longer, is that the name of the company, Dave? Um, it is Envision. Yeah, Envision is stopping making the barcode reader. I'm not surprised. Well, they, they said they couldn't get parts for it. So I'm on their mailing list, and they said they couldn't get parts for it. I'm going to get nice. some new lights for this room. What? What were you gonna, Tim, you were going to say something? You were going to say something, Tim? Um, just that um, I agree with you on seeing AI being not working nearly as well as it used to for barcodes. I they used know. to read all the barcodes, but somehow their database, whatever database they're using is not working because I, yeah. I, had, a, I had a thing called Barber Chicken Kiev and it read it as women's coat. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, some uh, Aleve, you know, which is a aspirin-like product and it 
told me it was some kind of clothing. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. But it used to read just perfectly. It but did. It, it, did. Was, it was really good. Um, now, I could put a little on, I could open my lookout, and I could read every bit of this without any, no. any problem at all. Because the Android automatically turns on the flashlight and would read this perfectly. But it was reading in the other room. No, no question or doubt about it. So this is what happens sometimes when it's live. But I'd rather show you this in a live situation because you may be in that situation at home. So... I'll come back the next hour after our demo and we'll fix Radio it. USA. We'll fix that problem. And we won't have that problem. So we'll get better light. We've we're right in front of a window though, Dave, and you would think that we would get better light. I've never seen it not work. I've never tried yeah, it. Yeah, you would, you would think. You don't have a blind or something on that window. No. Or it might be that if you turned around and had the light coming from behind you, it might work better. Yeah. That might, too. Well, what I'm going to do is, let's see, it's about... We're going to go ahead and play your demo, and then I'll come back. I'll have tested one or two more of these. But to show you that when all things are working well, they they can do quite well. And it's about time to, to tell us a little bit about something I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot about your Vitamix over the years, and I, I think that would would be a good thing so we'll 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 give that a try right now how long is this demo this demo is 28 minutes and vitamixes are used by all kinds of commercial places we've had this one since 2012 never a minute's trouble except when we lost the tamper which wasn't their fault but they were happy to sell us one for 11 bucks well, there you go. And then, By the way, it's also used at Starbucks, although we're not, they're not yeah. allowed to say that at QVC. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, some people have mentioned that have called in, but it's supposedly used at Dairy Queen, Starbucks, Julie, Orange Julius. Um, I forget. There's a couple more, but I forget what they are right now. All right. Well, as I'm fixing my demo part, you go ahead and do this, and we'll see what happens here, okay? Well, good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, I am thirsty. (laughs) And uh, I feel like making a milkshake today. And I am going to use what is called a Vitamix. And a lot of you folks probably already have them, and those that don't, you can do all kinds of things with the Vitamix. And um, so the first thing I will do now is let Chris give you a little bit of information about Vitamix. 
<clears throat> this is a, as he said, a Vitamix. We have had our Vitamix since 2012, so obviously they last a very long time. We got it in August from QVC. QVC has them. <clears throat> Amazon has them. I'm sure Kohl's has them. Lots of places have them. You can go to Vitamix.com. That's V as in Victor, I-T-A-M as in Mary, I-X.com. The model we have is a Pro 760. And I, I only tell you that not because I think they make them anymore. I don't know if they do or not. But if you want one like it, you can always call Vitamix and ask what's close to that. Um, the Vitamix phone number is 800-848-2649. Now, you can get all kinds and all prices. They are kind of expensive because they're made to last. Their support is excellent, uh, their customer support. And so you can pay anywhere from 300 to probably 600 um, so you know you just need to call and and help they can help you figure out what you want or you can go to the website and there's a a link that says something like which Vitamix should I buy or something like that and they ask you some questions and and then they make suggestions but you can do the same thing on the on the phone as well I'm sure because as I said their customer service is really really good um, back in 2012 well let's see I don't actually have a price, but anyway, we did get ours from QVC, and we got it on today's special value on a Sunday during the kitchen show, and I do know some other people that have one, and one of the things about the Vitamix is it is a professional machine that a lot of... Uh, uh, Julius places that make Julius the drink and Dairy Queen and a, a lot of those places use Vitamix in their stores. I think Arby's does too. Uh, they may. Uh, that's what we, it sounded like it when we were there, but you know, I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's a really good machine. A lot of people might say, well, you could do the same thing with a blender. Not really. Um, yes, it blends, but you know you can you can do a lot more with it, and it does a better job. It's stronger, higher speed. So, you know, it's 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 a lot of money. But if you think you'll use one, you know, enough, then and you can, then you might want to think about buying one because you'll probably only have to buy one ever unless you decide you want an upgrade. And there are a lot of uses for the Vitamix. Um, now, today, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, make a uh, milkshake, a vanilla milkshake is what I have the uh, craving for today. But there are many other things you can do. You can grind things like um, uh, Chris makes a uh, breading for 
I, I believe or chicken fish. or fish or, or whatever. Chips, whatever you want to use. It and she uses um, Special K cereal. And you can put that in this Vitamix and you can grind that up almost like flour. Actually, only. you can make flour. If you <laughs> grind it too long, you can actually yeah. make your own flour. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it really does a nice job. But anyway, um, yeah. one of the other things you can do. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say the other thing you can do, and you, this might be what you were going to say, is you can make soup. Yeah, that's um, what I was going to say. Amazingly enough, it, you can do really cold things like shakes, or if you let it go long enough, you can have soup. Of course, now the soup's not going to have any chunks in it unless you add them afterward, but you can make soup. We've actually done it, so we know it works. Right. What happens is the longer you have something in there, like if I were to take the uh, when I make the milkshake, if I would let that in there for, let's say, five minutes or so, it creates, uh, it, the the Vitamix creates friction, and the friction creates heat. So the, the milkshake would wind up being hot. Milkshake soup. <laughs> well, that doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound very good. No, it doesn't, but you can do, you can make the soup. And, and there are a lot of other things you can make, you know, that everybody's got ideas what they can use a Vitamix for. You can make fruit smoothies with fruit and ice, or you can put vegetables in your fruit and make smoothies with vegetables in it that you don't even really know are there. And the, one of the cool things about the Vitamix is when you're done, you just fill it half full of soapy water and run it, and it cleans itself. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. The way we're going to handle this demo is because we're making a milkshake, I'm not going to get the ice cream and stuff out while he's talking about it. We're going to do the demo, and then we'll do the milkshake at the end. Okay, um, and as as we said, ours is an older model. Some of the newer models, <clears throat> they have um, preset buttons and things like that. This unit has, it, it's about seven and a half inches wide and uh, a little more than seven and a half inches. Maybe like eight. Maybe eight inches or so from front to back. And the height was... Uh, I think I said the height was 15. This is a 48-ounce container. It will fit under our upper cabinets. Right. And as, as Chris said earlier, they do come in different sizes. So um, they have, a, I think one is uh, 64 ounces and one's 48. And I think now they have a bigger one. Not sure about that, though. So on, on this particular unit, on the front of the unit, there's like a, I guess you could call it a control panel. It's, it's got, um, on the left-hand side on the front is a, a toggle switch, and that'll make the unit... Um, you can turn that on, like if you want to do pulsing or whatever. And then the next uh, thing over to going to the right is a dial. And then the last thing over is your power switch. It turns it on and off. So that's really all there is on the front of it. The top of the, of the unit... If you don't have the container on it, uh, 
it has like these little posts that stick up. There's four of them. And right in the middle of those posts, right in the middle of the Vitamix, there's a little round disc and, and it's got a hole in it so that when you take your container and you set it down on there, there's a gear on the bottom of the uh, container that you put your stuff in that meshes up inside that hole. It, 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 it has a gear on it and it meshes up with the gear that's on this little disc on the, the base of the Vitamix. And the other thing that comes with the Vitamix, uh, well, of course, you have the the lid for the uh, the container. And then you have uh, a lid that goes, yeah, the the lid that goes on to the container. And then you have another lid that you can put on, like if you're doing something that you don't want stuff to come flying out of there, uh, you put this t- other lid on the top of that one. It's like a smaller lid. It's, it's a smaller lid that's that fits right into the center of of the uh, the first lid and um <clears throat> the other thing that comes with it is they call it a tamper <clears throat> and the tamper uh in the middle of the first lid that you put on the big, the, lid. the big lid that you put on the container after you put your stuff in it there is a hole right in the center of it. It's a it's a round hole, <clears throat> and the tamper has it's just like a long tube, and then it has a little round disc almost the whole way up on one end of the tube, <clears throat> and the long end of that tamper goes down in that hole. So, for example, um, if when you make a milkshake, you put your ice cream and and your milk and and your uh, ice cubes. We I use ice cubes because I like a little bit of texture with the milkshake. Or if you use fruit, your fruit, whatever you're using. Yeah. So once you have that in there, then you put your lid on, and then you put the tamper down in there, and then you turn the Vitamix on and adjust the speed to where you think um, will work good for you. <clears throat> Let it go for about uh, 20 seconds to, to 25 seconds. And when you stop it, you can check it. And if it's if it's too thick, you might want to run it a little bit longer. The tamper, <clears throat> you push, you move it up and down. It's it pushes the chunky stuff into the blades, but it doesn't touch the blades itself. Right. So as as the unit is running, you're you're taking that tamper and you're you take a hold of the top of it and you just move it up and down, up and down, and you'll you'll feel it hit the ice cubes or whatever it is you're going to grind up in there. It has a stopper on, so it cannot get into the blades. You don't have to worry about that. Right. But if you should lose the tamper, you can replace it for $11, and we know this. Yeah, because uh, we lost ours. I lost ours here a couple years ago and couldn't find it. So <laughs> I call Vitamix. <laughs> so anyway, that's it's that's the general idea of how this unit works. Now on the bottom of the uh, on the bottom of the unit there is um, a place that you can wrap your cord up when you're not using it. 
and it's kind of self-explanatory. Just wrap it around, and and it it's it, a heavy it's, cord. Yeah, it's a heavy-duty cord, and it it stays in the holders. Well, I sent Chris on a little errand here right now, and she is fetching the ice cream. She's fetching the ice ice cream, and um, we need a mess of ice cubes. And um, so that's what that's what uh, she's doing. You want the ice cream first, right? Uh, yeah. So we'll put the uh, <clears throat> ice cream in. We, we have the container, and we have the lid off the container. And we'll take the uh, ice cream, and we'll put it into the container. Then we'll add a little bit of milk and some uh, ice cubes. Because, like I said, that, that makes it get cold, a, a lot colder than what the ice cream actually is. And whenever we start this, uh, when I start this thing, it'll it'll make some noise. <laughs> and it definitely can make noise. So what will happen, once we have all that stuff in that container, we'll set that down onto the base of the uh, unit and put the, the lid on, the big lid. We're going to put that on and we'll, we'll line that up so that it goes... Uh, there's a about halfway around on the uh, on the big lid uh, on the bottom side of the lid. There's there's a little opening. It's about oh, I don't know the four inches or something like that opening, and it goes down over. There's a little spout uh, on the on the container, and the spout sort of goes in between in in the middle of that opening. So you put that, snap that lid down onto the unit, and uh, and then you can do your stuff. So um, what we're going to do now is we we have the ice cream in the in the container, and uh, we got about five ounces of ice cream. I like to measure it that way; it comes out the same all the time. Right. Unless you let it on too long and it gets too thin or or, or whatever, but and then you, you you put your ice cubes in and um, going to use four ounces of ice. Four ounces, approximately four ounces of ice, and um, we should be ready to go here in just a minute. We'll put a touch of vanilla in the ice cream, but not much, and because that, that's concentrated stuff, and that would make it too strong. I'm going to use regular vanilla this time. Okay, I have the unit, uh, the container sitting on the base. The ice cream is in there. It's Turkey Hill vanilla ice cream. And uh, the ice and the milk. So <clears throat> now, let's see, I'll put my recorder in my pocket so I have my hands free. Then I have the, uh, the tamper that I talked about earlier. Took the long end, I have the lid on, on my container, and I have the lid on the container, and I stuck the tamper down through the hole that's in the center of the lid. And I'm going to turn on the Vice Vitamix. 
ramp up and down with the tamper. check this out it should be done we'll pause this machine here while I check this okay I took the tamper out of the uh, lid then I lifted the container off of the base it's a good idea to have a bowl that you can lay your tamper in when you take it out yeah because it's gonna have stuff all over it because it was in in the stuff that was in the container. And you move the braille knob out of the way and then I'll pour it. <laughs> so it looks pretty good. Did, did you look at it, Chris? No, but... But it looks pretty good. I think it's fine. And it, it grinds that ice up and it just leaves a little bit of texture, I'm sure, like if you've had a Dairy Queen shake or something like that, it's going to be something like that. In fact, almost identical. Because, uh, for one, Dairy Queen uses a Vitamix. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's pretty cool. So, we're just going to pour that into a glass. All right, now I'm going to, I'm going to, we have it in a glass, and I got a straw, and I'm going to check this baby out. Got a big milkshake straw from Amazon. And it's pretty good, I tell you. Seems like it's just about right. Got lots of vanilla in there. And uh, that's the way I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. Okay, you want me to clean it for him while you drink that? Yeah, okay. Hold the glass, take your glass. Now, what we're going to do, since uh, I'm going to let Chris take the container, well, she's going to put some water in this. I've already which, put oh, soapy, she already has it in there. I already put soapy water in there. I'm going to put the big lid on, and this time, instead of the tamper, I'm going to put the little lid on. It's right here. The center lid. That goes down on there and snaps on fairly tight. And then... Now there's just uh, hot, hot soapy water in there. Just turn the switch until that will... That cleans it right that there. That cleans the inside of that's, the, uh, that's the, part the unit. Really that, it, oh, and the cat's using the braille note. <laughs> Flash got on the uh, braille note. That's not a good idea. Go on, get. <laughs> well, you might have lost all your information. No, he just was hitting keys and not going anywhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that, that's. Uh, 
she took it in the uh, container back over to the sink and just dumped the water out of it and rinse it, rinse it out and uh, it's all clean. And it doesn't matter what you put in there. Whenever, whenever you put the soapy water in there and turn it on and let it run, it will clean itself out. That's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> now, Chris brought the uh, container back over to where I am because I did all this at the kitchen table. And um, as soon as she brings the tamper back over, I will take the little lid, wherever it is, there it is, and I will put it down into the container. And I think you put the tamper in there upside and down. Yeah, put the tamper in there so the upside cat, down. So the cat can't get a hold of it. You know, it's all about cats around here. No, actually, it, it, I thought, I thought you had it upside down. I don't think you had the lid. Gotta get my lid in there the right way. Then I'll put that back in there. And put the damper down in there. I got the uh, the little lid is down in the uh, in the container, and I put the the, the tamper in. Uh, actually, uh, the whole piece of down of the tamper is down in, and then when I put the lid on, it will be completely inside, except a little stem will stick up out of the top of the the uh, unit. So my lid, my little lid, and the tamper now are stored inside uh, the unit. Now, depending on what I'm going to do with this, um, to put it away, I can take, I can uh, take the, make sure that the container is off of the Vitamix, and um, I can flip the Vitamix upside down and wrap the cord up underneath it and um, put it wherever I'm going to put it and then set the co container on top of it so it stays with with the unit. And that's a general idea of how the unit works. I got my milk shop, uh, milkshake and that makes me happy. <laughs> tomorrow we got a chromo box of cereal though. Yeah, tomorrow we'll grind up some stuff to make some breading. And uh, that'll be the Special K. Is that Special K yeah, you're using? Yeah, Special K original. So we'll grind that up and, and uh, make some breading for whatever else we're going to do with it. Now, for the breading, so that you don't get flour, uh, you pulse it. So, you know, so that it doesn't get too fine. You want it just a little coarser than cornmeal. Right. Because if you remember, I had said that the, the right switch turns the unit on and off. And then you can use the left switch uh, to pulse it by turning it up or down. Now, you don't have to do that because what I, what I do is flip that left switch up and then just turn the right switch on and off and on and off and on and off and that left, you know, to get that pulse, pulsing motion. And you can uh, use the dial to control the speed that you want to pulse. 
anyway, um, that's how the unit works. And Chris, do you want to give the information about the product one more time? Okay. As I said, this there's all kinds of models and all kinds of prices. They run anywhere from three hundred to probably six hundred dollars. Um, what we have is a Pro 760. I believe I said I'm looking for it right here. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Pro 760. The Vitamix can be found at Vitamix.com. That's V as in victory, I-T-A-M as in Mary, I-X.com. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at Kohl's. You can find them on QVC. Uh, I'm sure there's tons of places you can find them. And what we're hearing is milkshake noise (laughs) with the straw. (laughs) Anyway, Vitamix phone number is 800-848-2649. That's 800-848-2649. And that is the household customer number. Um... They're long-lasting machines. We have had ours for going on nine years. I know a person who's had theirs a lot longer. They last forever, seems like. Well, Vitamix has a five-year warranty on their stuff. And the customer service is outstanding. Um, a matter of fact, they have all a lot of their recipes are on their website, but if you really can't find one and you want to know how to do something, you can call them because that's what I did when we first got it. I, we were having a little... I won't say trouble because it wasn't trouble. It, it There's a knack to using the Vitamix. And, um, so, you know, you just have to kind of, it takes a little practice like with a lot of things. But it works well and they're good units. They're strong units. They last forever. Well, that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get the answers you need. Or if you have any questions or comments regarding this specific product right now, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. You'll be asked for a meeting ID. You'll enter 848 725-450. That's 848-725-450. When you're asked for user ID, press pound. And assuming that you're calling during this live broadcast, you will be in the Zoom room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding the Vitamix. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. Well, does everybody want to rush out and buy a Vitamix? I would like to buy one. They're a little expensive, but I mean, don't even say this, Chris, because I know what I'm going to say. You're going to say even I could use this thing. It's um, they're good. They're really good. Have you made soup in it yet? Yes. Now, how does that work? Because don't aren't the, don't the blades have to be reversed to do soup? No, no, no. You just have to leave it on longer. If you leave it on long enough, it gets hot. All done by friction. Now, that means that you're not going to have chunky soup. So if you want chunky soup, you're going to have to add your stuff 
to make it chunky, whatever you want, peas or chicken or whatever, after that you make it in the Vitamix, you just dump your stuff in and stir it up and you're good. Did your, did your Vitamix come with a recipe book? Yes. And, the and they have all kinds of recipes online and they are accessible. What wow. did I forget, hot enough that you could eat it after you made it? Yes. You it up some other way. Yes, so it gets hot enough to eat. How much did this little thing cost, did you say? I thought was... Now, they range in price from 300 to 600 They're expensive, but you shouldn't ever have to buy another one. It's one of those products that's actually made here in the United States. It's made in Ohio. <laughs> in Ohio. Actually, outside of Cleveland, Ohio, it's made. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Jenny, did you hear Flash on the Braille note? Oh, no. I, I did. <laughs> Thought you were going to kill him, Dave. <laughs> oh, and guess what? I knew it. I knew it, Bill. Bill has his hand raised. Go ahead, Bill. All right. I'll just tell you, that's a good machine. I have one, too, but mine's older than yours, I think. But uh, I also have just a regular old blender from 1955 belonged to my mother-in-law. It still worked perfect. Just the ordinary, remember the old one, one speed blender they used to make years ago? Was it a wearing? Oh, yeah. yeah, the wearing blender, right. 773. Worked perfect. Nothing wrong with it. How, uh... It's, it's let, letting you know this stuff lasts, you know, it, it doesn't wear out. I mean, it's, it's, if you take care of it, it doesn't wear yeah, out. They, they really stand behind their products. And boy, the cleaning is great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Even, even the the blender, I like any of that stuff. You just put the soapy water in and spin it and pour yeah. it out and rinse it and you're done. You know, you know what the, Can you remove the blades stuff. or are the blades permanently affixed to the units so that you don't Well, I, I guess technically you could, but you, you don't probably need shouldn't. To. They, well, you don't yeah, need you, to. But Dave, I thought, that you were gonna, I thought you were going to take it apart just to see how it worked. <laughs> well, uh, I guess you, because we'd probably I, I kind of did have it apart <laughs> uh, what was it, last week because it, I lost... Uh, I had put it away a couple months ago, and and I, one of the the little discs that's on the top of the base unit with the little uh, gear inside it fell off of the mixer, off of the Vitamix, and I had to go doing a search for it, and I found it. But anyway, in the meantime, you know, I, I wanted to find out what that what that how that disc worked, so I kind of took it apart. <clears throat> I wouldn't recommend it. But you didn't that. tell Chris this, did you? Yeah, yeah I knew. I knew. I knew. <laughs> he's not. He's not going to change. I think, you know that by now. <laughs> I think she expects it. Yeah. I, I just tell him if you, if you mess it up, you get to buy me another one. <laughs> right, you got to replace it. Yeah, and, and, and I will always tease her, you know, because I'll take something apart and be working on it, and I'll say. I just don't know. Oh, that well. used to bother me. It doesn't anymore. <laughs> I had I had the same rule here in the house. The wife with me, when she was living, she had the same rule. You tear it apart, you can't put it back together, you just buy another one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that solved that problem. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. How big okay. was that milkshake? It was... It makes, I think what, that about, one, 16 it about 16 ounces or something? Ounces. How big is that container? That, that, that We have the 48-inch one, I mean, ounce one. I don't want a bigger one because it wouldn't slide back under the counter if we had a bigger one. 
Now, what do you use? It was heavy if it got full, if it was much bigger than that. That's true. But but the base is not glass. It is a very hard, hard plastic. So it wasn't a Jackie Miller special, a 32-ouncer. No, you could probably do that. Oh, you could that. do it because you you could make one and and then just you'd have to find yourself. Uh, we don't have a, a glass to thing. accommodate it. That's the problem. Oh, what what? Uh, I was going to ask you one one more question. I'm I'm having a kind of a senior moment here. So you, you can make milkshakes with it. Uh, have you done anything else like grind coffee beans with it or anything like that? Because they say we, you can do that. We too. haven't ground coffee. We've ground cereal. And... We've ground nuts and crackers and graham crackers and bread and i had soup in there once yeah we did make soup a couple times just it wasn't so good it was like water well like i said if you want chunks in it now ours was thick it was liquid but it was thick i mean it was emulsified um but if you want chunks in it you got to add your own corn or whatever kind you're making Julie, you have your hand raised. Can you unmute yourself, please? And we'll see if Julie McCullough has a question. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, my dad had a Vitamix, and he got it, I think, in the late 70s. And um, he got the wheat. They call them wheat berries. It's, you know, the grain of wheat. And ground that, and and he put, like, raisins and dried fruit in it and, and made a bread. It was a very heavy kind of a bread. And he also I made did something with bananas, and it was kind of the consistency of ice cream. Um, Froze them. Frozen bananas and yeah. things. And but he, you know, if you do stuff, the pulp of the whatever was left over, and so he didn't. I don't know if you've always been able to do that, where you just spin it uh, to get it clean on all the models, or if it's just the more recent ones. I. I don't know about that. I know we bought this one in 2012, and I know somebody that bought theirs back, oh, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years before that. They've always been able to do it. So I don't know if maybe on the first, maybe, I don't know when that clean came out, but it sure is nice. Yeah, but I don't think my dad did it that way. I think I think he you know, kind of had to clean out the pulp and stuff when... You know, when he was done making juices and stuff. So. Well, I would think that you'd have to clean out the pulp anyway, Chris, because even if you blended it, you had, let's say you had oranges in there, whatever, whatever you would pull from the orange or pull from some, some sort of fruit that you were doing. I don't I don't think that clean would clean that out. Yes, it will. It will. It will. I mean, it, yes. it'll, it'll pulverize it to a fine powder and it'll clean it? It'll clean it into your soapy water and you just dump it out. Wow. And then you rinse it. You rinse it. You could run a rinse water through there if you wanted to, although you don't need to. You just you do need to rinse it out, but you don't have to run that on the Vitamix, just the soapy water. Too bad I can't put my dishes in. No, I'm just kidding. I have a dishwasher. <laughs> but, yeah, it will clean it out. People make a lot of juices. Like, they'll have, uh, they'll take, uh, like, a tomato, peel and all, and just grind it up. Seeds, everything. Other kinds of vegetables. Apple cores. Apple cores. The whole thing. And make a... Actually turns out pretty good. They do recommend you remove that little stem from the apple, but you can 
put the whole apple in there. Now, what do you recommend for an ice cream scoop that you guys use? Because obviously you had to scoop the ice cream into the uh, into the container first and then well, put the milk in. We have a couple of kinds. We have a regular ice cream scoop that's just a heavy one. We also have an electric one that heats up. Yeah, we have a heated ice cream ice cream scoop. But I use, if I'm in a hurry and I can't find the ice cream scoop and I don't want to take 10 minutes to let the electric one heat up, I just grab the small, the, well, it's not the smallest anymore. They make them smaller. I just grab a, an acacia wood spurtle, and that digs it out really well. Because I have an ice cream scoop which has, which has a lever on it, which has a blade in it, so that you can pull the frozen ice cream out of the scoop easier and into, into what you're putting it into. So I don't know if you have one of those. Yeah, we have one of those. You got to see this, uh, this heated ice cream scoop. There's no switch on it. You just plug it in the into the wall and let it heat up for you know I don't know ten minutes about ten is minutes what it like recommends. it. It doesn't get hot to the point where it would burn you, but it gets hot enough that when you start you know pushing it down into the ice cream, it sort of thaws it a little bit as it goes down, and that thing works really good. But it looks like it looks like probably the biggest spoon you ever saw in your life. You can stand it up on its end, spoon up, and there's a little ledge around the what turns into the bottom of the spoon if you have it upside down that catches drips and stuff they've thought of everything yeah, that's pretty cool is there is there a gadget that you guys don't have <laughs> well i'm sure there's several there's a few not many though well not i get many. these brainstorms once in a while where i'll say chris check on amazon and see if they have this and that's how we found the the ice cream scoop. I said, I wonder if they make a heated ice cream soup that, that, uh, scoop. And sure enough. <laughs> that's why I always say if anybody has anything that they're curious about that's not really expensive, they need to send us an email. We might buy it and demo it because at the end, if I see we're not going to use it or if it's just not something we want to keep, we donate it to a... 501c3 organization here that provides transportation for blind people to doctors and grocery stores and so forth. We donate it to their garage sale and they can make some money off of it. Very good. Very, very good. Um, Bill, I was looking at that voice uh, uh, OCR. I haven't played with it enough. I just I just downloaded it, but they do have a tutorial on their website and there's a way that you could scan an object with this thing. And when it's in focus, it plays tones to let you know it's focused. Right. I haven't done it yet, so I have. I will play with it later. Well, I didn't know my light situation was here was such a problem. But while we were on the break, I got my um, one of them. The lookout read the barcode reader with no problem. But the I wanted to talk about that voice scanner product, what they call it, voice OCR, because they are building in the barcode. You can also control it with your voice. And when it works, it works quite well to scan documents or, you know, scan things. And you have to do very, 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 very little effort. So it was my fault. I don't know... If this room is completely dark, I'm going to go have to go after the meeting and see if there's some shades down or there's something, or maybe they turned off one of the lights, um, the cleaning people. But I, 
But Lookout read it for me right away, and it told me that it was a big box of Jenny's Nutter Butter cookies. Mm. So they're they're not yours; they're Jenny's. Right. Now that was that was very evil, Tim. Very evil. There may be a string off the fan deal that you might have to pull to turn the light on. Right. Right. And that I didn't... light switches on for the power or something. So, but I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get that fixed. But once SuperSense works on the barcode reader, it really reads all of it and it... It gives you a complete um, thing, so that that's why I wanted to show that to you. But we'll we'll practice it and make sure the lighting is up to snuff and see why. Yeah, I was I was real impressed with Super Senses barcode reader. Right, it was it was really doing a good job. So um, we want to show you viable options because the. Um, you know, unless you've still got one, but when they go broke, that's it. Except for Dave's gallery, I think they they still have parts for that. And they did say, I believe that they were going to keep updating the database. That would be good. Remember when they came out with that model and it had Skype on it and it had a yeah. recorder and that was a summit, wasn't it, at the time? Yep. Yeah, yeah it was, and, and the Skype was pretty good. Wasn't bad on it, but the problem yeah. was they they took away the Skype. And they took away almost everything except for maybe the MP3 reader. It had a money reader and Skype, and that's the one we have. Now I know that AT guy sells a barcode reader. It's not one that you uh, that it, it, you hook it to your computer via USB, and it does have a database. I'm not sure if they're still selling it, but I believe it might be, still be in the catalog. But we'll have to find out to do a check on that. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they are still selling that. I know somebody who has one that uses it, and she but really likes it. Ultimately, we're going to go to the phone. I mean, ultimately, they'll have to bring you know that bar scanning over to the phone if they can do prescriptions they can do these um you would think you would hope of course don't know but um chris have you been noticing anything out there i've been noticing if you're really into these ovens these air fry ovens and Poster and all that that Best Buy has got one for $70 that's just getting rave review. It's made by Insignia. And they said last year at this time these were $150. So then now they're 70 So if... Wonder if what size they are. They're pretty good size. I think they're the size of maybe that oven I got. You remember the one I bought down here in Florida? Oh, the Cuisinart? Cuisinart, yeah. Yeah. Right about that size. But No, I haven't paid much attention to ovens because, honestly, I don't know where we'd put another one. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. We have the June, we have our stove oven, and we have the oven out in the microwave in the garage. It's it's also an oven. So I don't I haven't really unless they come on while I happen to be watching something else, I don't really I haven't gone looking for one. You guys will have to build another addition to your house just to hold all the demos of things you're doing. Something, yeah. Well she's taken over the basement, she's taken over part of the garage. Yeah, pretty soon I'll be out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I need a room with lots of shelves and lots of outlets and about four circuits. I need one of those for computers, too. But I'll try to Dave, because our, our kitchen at the other house is starting to expand into my office now. Uh, yeah. I, I have been... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I have been paying attention to... There was a bread machine on Sunday that caught my eye, and it wasn't that expensive, and so I did buy that, and we got it yesterday, and I had placed an order because I need some bread flour and some yeast and things like that for it. Some I have some yeast, but I suspect it's old because I've had it for several years, but anyway, I wanted to do that this afternoon. That was on my agenda. But the weather said otherwise, so I had to reschedule my order for tomorrow afternoon. So I guess that'll be a Friday morning project. Are you going to make a demo? Would you make a demo of that bread maker? Because we it'd be will. Yes. To know if, 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 if I could use it. I mean, Absolutely. I had an old bread maker from Panasonic or one of those companies. I don't remember what it was when uh, years ago. And I could probably use it, but I couldn't pre-time things. In other words, I couldn't uh, tell a turn on at 3 o'clock and make the loaf of bread while I'm sleeping. And I don't know if you'll be able to do it with this one either. But You can. It's going to be a little trouble, but it is doable because the time delay, like if you want it to start in, oh, I don't know, it, it has up to a 13-hour time delay. The problem is going to be your up button, unless you hold it, and then you don't know how fast it's advancing, every time you press it and you hear it beep, it moves 10 minutes. So, you could do it, you just have to not get distracted or something, or call Ira, I don't know, but I think I could do it. I always remember the old Pillsbury talking bread machine, which was worthless as far as the talking went. (laughs) But, uh, it worked fine. We had one. We used it for quite a while. Um, but the only talking things it had on it were things like baking complete. Well, this this beeps when you're supposed to put your add-ins in, like raisins or whatever. And it has eight basic programs. They're always in the same order. Um, you just start and then hit your program button like I'm going to make cinnamon raisin bread and I'm it's a sweet bread they call it I'm going to use their recipe in the bread man book and you just press that program button five times the first time I use it I will probably call Ira just for verification to get it started just so I make sure I know I'm on the thing I think I'm on did I see that's all you have to do. You can choose your crust. If you don't choose your crust, it defaults to medium. You can choose one, one and a half, or two pound loaves. If you don't choose, it defaults to two pound loaves. So it actually looks pretty easy. Now, 
the one I saw that my friend Tim had had two blades in it, had two paddles. It was a Zarushi, and the and the the the, the, the it, it was had a, you know how the bread makers make the the ones we the vertical, but the Zarushi was horizontal. So I don't know. It was more complicated, I think, but it worked. But uh, that that was also a lot more expensive. So. I've learned things I didn't know about bread machines, at least with this one. You put all of your liquids in first, and they need to be about 80 degrees if you can do it. So you put all your liquids in, then you put all your dry ingredients in except the yeast, and you just kind of take your hand and smooth it out and make sure it's not humped up. Then you sprinkle your yeast over. That's all you have to do. There's no mixing. It does all that. Bill, you had your hand raised. Can you go ahead again? At least I think I saw his hand raised. Yeah. There you go, Bill. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, Chris, is this the one like I read uh, a couple weeks ago or so uh, from the Speaking Me catalog? Does it also bake the bread, too? Uh, yes, it bakes it. I'm not sure what Speak to Me has. I saw this uh, on... I forgot the name of it. That was like 84 bucks, and it, it did all kinds of stuff, make all kinds of bread. You Actually, I'll go on and for, look at that. You, you could set it for... Um, to you know, bake your bread. You'd have hot bread in the morning, or it would make make uh, like you say, cinnamon bread rolls. It would make pizza dough. It make all kinds of stuff. This one I read about. Yeah, and it also yeah. has this one also has a bake only feature. Right, right. It might be the same. I, I forgot the brand name of that one, but it this might is be the bread same man. Thing. No, it's not. It wasn't bread man. It was something else. That was there. the one you have. It was on QVC, right? Right. Yeah, I saw that on Sunday. It it looked pretty easy to use, so I thought, well, we'll give it a try. And it's not that big. It's not going to take up that much room. It's about, it takes up about a square foot of space. So that's not bad. Yeah, because I know there's a nice bread to speak to me. It it does all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can set it to do stuff so it's ready for breakfast in the morning and, I don't know, all kinds of baking goods and that. I would love to get one of those electric slicers they have at the bakery. And slice the bread, but I, I don't know. You can, I don't think you can buy those on the consumer market. I'll bet you can. Yeah, I will I make know. a bet with you, uh, Chris. Uh, if you can find it, let me know, and I'll make a bet with you. I don't know. Uh, can it be a gentleman's bet or a lady's bet? I don't what, know. What, what will you give me? What do you want? <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> Once I've seen at bakeries are just... A whole bunch of blades, all like wires. They they feel like wires. That's the one I saw. Yeah, and and you just push the bread through, and slices, and they come out on the other side. Wouldn't mind having one of those myself. But I can't. They're pretty cool. We have a place down down here. As a matter of fact, it's within walking distance of our house. It's called Hobart's, and they sell equipment like that for restaurants. In fact, if my ship ever comes in, one thing I wanted to get that they have. And it's like two thousand dollars, but it is a professional potato peeler, and it can pe- it can peel like up to fifty pounds at once. Like, why would we need to do that, though? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so is it one of those things where you, where, you, where you put the potatoes on the top and they come out the bottom? Is that how this thing works, Dave? Yeah, 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 yeah. You hook it up to a water supply somehow, and you'll need a room, an extra room for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and then you make Dave's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Pounds of potato. <laughs> <laughs> I said I can peel potato. I can peel a lot of potatoes for two thousand dollars. Yes, you can too. Yeah, I think I could too. But he yeah, wants I, it, I and he, and he, he, it's something he needs, Chris. No, I think 
I think that's not a need. I think that's a want. It's a have one someday. <laughs> see, see how see how I'm a bad influence on him, Chris. That you got to keep me away from. I told you that. <laughs> hey Jeff, what happened to Jr. this morning? I don't know. I, I can't. I, he, he has a. Co- I really don't know. I can't answer that question, Bill. No, I'm uh, just curious. I mean, I mean, you know. I just thought of something, uh, Dave or Chris. You guys could go to that Hobart's and pick up for Jackie uh, one of those the old malt machines you know oh yeah <laughs> with the big <laughs> metal cans <laughs> and you know what they probably also have they probably have one of those whipped cream makers you know how the restaurants have with the tank and the and you can make you can make whipped cream and it, and rather than using a spray can like ready whip or lucky whip or whatever they whatever they call it today you can make homemade whipped cream with that thing and with that it uses nitrous oxide yep yeah, as a matter of fact, that, that this Hobart said, um, oh, I don't know, it was probably 15, 16 years ago, I bought my first uh, stand mixer, KitchenAid, and uh, you, you couldn't get them very easily around here, So, but I got it from there. And they sell to the public, because some, some of these restaurant supply places won't sell to the public, they'll only sell to, to businesses, so they don't they don't care how the money cuts to them, as I, I'm assuming. Yeah, this, this company's pretty big, they they sell a lot of this stuff to uh, uh, restaurants. That's what their basic business is. Gets me hungry every time I talk to you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, hold on. How about a recipe? So you'll probably have one in a minute, but she had to go up and grab, I don't know if it's UPS or FedEx. Hey, Bill, I want another package. I a funny story from the plane ride yesterday. But I can't tell it without laughing. Uh, what'd you do now, Bill? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do, Jennifer? You didn't do anything. The lady on the plane. Oh, the lady on the plane. We were we were getting in our seats and the trip we had just gotten up to a good level and I heard this thing sound like a barking and I thought whoa somebody brought their dog on board and the dog just kept barking and the lady came up and said is everything okay with your dog and the lady goes I don't have a dog it's me sneezing but I sound like a dog and I thought I would lose it and the lady goes (laughs) And that's funny. Like a little poodle barking. <laughs> oh, I could ship. I could ship Nugs down to Florida. Well, for you that's guys. what we were thinking of. If if Nugs was on the plane, can you can you see a pit bull on the plane unrestrained? Oh. <laughs> see how that's well, what that happened. Dog, she's so stupid. She can't. He can't figure out that the dogs, if dogs bark on TV, that they're not really around. And puppies usually learn that after a while. She goes crazy, getting whines and carries on, wants to go get those dogs. Did you guys want a recipe? I had to run upstairs. Oh, okay, yes. If you went to all that much trouble, <clears throat> yes. This is a recipe for... Let's see what it's a recipe for, because I've already forgotten. So i got to look at the title. Magic in the Middles. It's a cookie. There's two parts. There's dough 
and then there's the middle, which is the magic part. The dough calls for one and one-half cups of flour, one-half cup of unsweetened cocoa, one-half teaspoon baking soda, one-quarter teaspoon salt, one-half cup granulated sugar and extra for rolling, one-half cup of brown sugar, one-half cup unsalted butter, or actually I've substituted salted. It doesn't really matter that much. One-quarter cup smooth peanut butter, one teaspoon vanilla, one large egg. That's the uh, bar, the dough part. Now, for the filling, you need three-quarters cup of smooth peanut butter, three-fourths cup of powdered sugar, and that's all you need for the filling. And what you do is you lightly grease two baking sheets with shortening or line with parchment paper. You mix the filling in a, you know, fairly small bowl. You can mix it with your hands, but if you're going to do it, you need to flour your hands. Shape it into 26 balls and set it aside. Go ahead and preheat your oven to 375. And when you mix your dough, you, after you get your dough all mixed up in the other in the large bowl, break off about a tablespoon, flatten, make a little indention in the center, put one ball in each of those. You can do them one at a time, or you can flatten them all and then do them. I think I would do them one at a time though, because your dough might dry up. But anyway, then you pull the sides up around that filling ball and seal it and then put it between your palms of your hands and roll it so that it smooths it out. Dip it in the sugar that you've, the extra sugar for rolling. Put it on the baking sheet and you need to put them about, let's see what it says, about two inches apart on your baking sheet and bake them for seven to nine minutes. They turn out really good. Sounds good. Mm. Hey, Bill, does this remind you of your plane ride? <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Oh, Tim. Pretty close. You just drove somebody out of the meeting with that one, Tim. Yep, Judy left. <laughs> Judy Covington. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was going to say, after you bake those cookies, Chris, you don't take your sugar for four days. Yeah, that's about right. Now, where did you get that sound effect, Tim? That's a Toto's mouth. <laughs> that's the it real wasn't thing. A, it was a real one. Well, except it was recorded. Oh. Yeah, Toto's still, still sleeping. Uh, no, actually, well, yeah, he is again. He did get up this morning earlier, though. Whoops. Sorry, um, to go outside, but... He went back to bed now. So that Tim, sounds like a good yeah, plan. Yeah, I was ready to go back a... to bed. We went out and shoveled a little bit of snow, and you know how it is when you get really, really cold and come back in. Well, well that's what I was going to we... ask you. How did your did you try your new shovel? We haven't really had enough. We really didn't have enough this morning, and what we had was pretty much water that had stuck to the driveway. You can't well, use that. Could... You can't use yeah. a saw on that. Right. Nope. So I haven't gotten to use it. How come they couldn't yeah. deliver today, Chris, if it was just like that? Pardon? 
How come they couldn't deliver today? Because <clears throat> it they was slippery. Have been able to get it was up the driveway. It wasn't. Oh. It it froze, but it froze while it was. It kind of came down as really wet, slushy snow, and then froze hard. Yep. So I don't think they could have gotten up. We had about a half an inch of rain, and then it dropped. Temperature dropped like ten degrees in like an hour. And uh, that's what happened here. It didn't drop sidewalks. that fast, but it dropped enough. Our sidewalks are horrible now. <laughs> so I rescheduled for tomorrow afternoon, two to four. I'm not going to make bread that late because it's. Don't you guys like ice skating? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Well, I don't know. See, um, Instacart might not. <laughs> How true. Oh, it's almost time for you to get on the air, Tim. Yes, I it just is. talked to Mike. That's who came to the door. I thought it was a package, but it wasn't. It was Mike, and he's our plow guy, and they're out there salting. And I asked him how it was, and he said it was pretty slippery. Hmm. Well, I will say, this threw me for a loop. Last night, my new Android phone updated to a new screen reader and new version and all that good kind of stuff. So, but it will be, it'll be okay. Oh. Well, it's about time for Tim. It's about time for Tim. And no, it actually it is time the, for Tim. It think, is time for Tim. I think we've ran out of steam. So uh, enjoy the Vitamix and my failed demo. And our and, But if you can, check out the inauguration on some of the ways that we described. And I'm going over here and hit the buttons, Tim. And doing that right. Have a good one.